Hi, everybody. This is Patty Negri. Welcome to The Witching Hour. I am so thrilled to bring you my guest today. I have wanted on my show forever and ever, and I finally tied him down. Not literally. I have the one, the only paranormal investigator, television star, star of the Holzer Files, Dave Schrader. Yeah, I got Dave. But before I bring you Dave, where's Patty? Where's Patty? Right. Because remember, I don't know if I don't tell you. But if you are listening to this on the very first week we drop, which is Monday, April 25th, where am I? I'm just getting back from Dallas, Texas. I've been in Louisville, Texas at Miracles of Joy doing an all Patty, all witchy weekend. Um, I'm probably in the air right now as we speak. And this week I'm going to be leaving for Ireland at the end of the week, but in the middle you can still take a class with me. Tuesday night at my school, University Magicus, I am going to be doing a class on elemental magic. Elemental magic, that's that earth, fire, water, thing I always talk about because we are of this earth. So this is going to be spell working and magic and philosophies. So if you're interested, go to universitymagicus.com. And then I'm off for Ireland. So I've got nothing on Sunday except where else to be for Beltane and Walpurgis. So we have a beautiful holiday coming up. I hope you had a great full moon, a pink moon last week. And now we're going into May Day. Dance around a maypole, pick fresh flowers, celebrate the spring. Guess what time it is. You get three guesses and the first two don't count. <laughs> it's time for the Willow Report, my little princess. As usual, I woke her up off the couch, so she's a little sleepy head. She's been having some major play dates lately, and I'll tell you why. She's been extra active. Last week, I talked about the Wiener Nationals and applying for the Wiener Nationals. They're bringing back the Wiener Dog races, which is the joy of my life and bores her to tears. No, she doesn't bore her to tears. She doesn't know what they are yet. Well, anyway, I knew it was going to be very important because it's all about the application. So I did it this week. I stayed up all night and I put together this nice little video with photos and talking about Willow and then her predecessor, Dora, who raced and lost for 14 years and how her goal, my goal, her dream was to race in the Wiener Nationals. And we sent it in and we heard back from the publicity department at Los Alamitos race course right away. Now they haven't officially told us we're in yet. Where did your head go? Bring that back. <laughs> they haven't officially told us we're in yet because they really can't until June 1st, but they kind of led in that direction. So now it's time to start training. Now it is time to see her run straight and fast and go. What are you doing Willow? This is a goofy, are you showing everybody your under chin side, your pretty little tongue? So anyway, July 16th, if you were in the Southern California, LA, Orange County area, I'm going to invite you right now to Los Alamitos Race Course. It is the funnest race of the year. Again, like I said last week, the horses race and then the wieners race and then the horses race and then the wieners race. It's the funny thing you ever, ever saw. Now, they don't let you race on the wiener, I mean bet on the reiners, but they do let you bet on the horses. So you can come home with money or you could lose $2 here and there. But I heard back from the publicity department. So now we're going into serious training, right Willow? Serious, cause she's the fastest wiener dog I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of wieners. Don't take that out of context. Willow, racer. I'm a racer, I'm a winner. 
I'm a racer. I'm a winner. I'm a racer. I'm a winner. That's it for the Willow Report. See you next week. So speaking of spring, let's go into some magic, shall we? Okay. Since I have an amazing guest this week, one of the very best and longest paranormal researchers in the business, I thought I would talk about paranormal protection. Yep, paranormal protection. If you are going on some of these ghost hunts, whether you're out with your friends and you're going out to, let's go check out that old abandoned theater down the street, or you're going on an official one, um, a lot of you have done this a lot, and you guys know your different techniques for keeping yourself safe going in, keeping yourself safe when you're in, keeping yourself safe going home, that you don't bring anything home with you. But if you don't have a technique, let me give you a few of mine that work. Now, know that there's a million of them for just as well as how to get to my house, to your house. There's a lot of ways to do it. And there's a lot of ways to use paranormal protection. But just use one. I always do suggest working within your belief system. If you have a very specific religion or belief system, work within that. You work with angels, bring in your angels. You work with Christlight, bring in your Christlight. You pray before. If that's not your gig, call in your dragons, call in your elves, call in whatever it is you work with. But we do need intent, whatever that is. So if you're going on a paranormal investigation, set up what you're going to work on. I mean, who you're going to talk to. And if you're going into some big scary prison, get a little bit specific, like, okay, I want to talk to the serial killers who are here, but you don't get to get inside my body. You don't get to come home with me. Set that intention. I'm a firm believer that this is our realm of existence. The other side really does have to play by our rules. I've thought that and known that and believed that since I was a kid and has always done me true. People don't know that, so they give away their power and they get really frightened or they get really angry and then they give away their power and then they let the other side take over. But just keep in your power. This is our human realm. So we could go talk to all those scares. We could go talk to all the spirits and the spookies and the great and the scary and the fabulous and not bring them home with us. So again, do some form of ritual, whether you work elementally, whether you do a prayer, whether you do a chant, whether you, I don't recommend sage before something because sage is like, repellent. <laughs> Just saying, it's a little too strong, but you might want a Palo Santo beforehand. Billy Tolley, Ghost Adventures, he's a big Palo Santo man. Um, sage is kind of like, go away, come here, go away, come here. It's just harsh. So I wouldn't sage, but you might use some protective oils. And remember, the most big portal on your body is right at the back of your head, right where your head and neck come together. I can't remember the official term for that, but that's why exactly why when you say you pray, you Bow your head to open that up for God, for spirit. Put a little protection oil back there. Rub it if you don't have any oil. I'm going to close it. I'm going to open open it when you want to see spirits. Close it up. Make it, again, intent that I want to open it up so I see you, but you're not getting into me. You make the rules. And if you don't have oil, use a little olive oil. Just, again, intent works. But you can make or get all sorts of protective oils, all sorts of essential oils, really easy to look up. Then you go in. Remember, the most important thing, paranormal investigation, is respect. Because whether they're good ghosts or bad ghosts, nobody likes to be disrespected. Anytime I've had any big troubles is when somebody got disrespectful or dropped the ball. So you do your investigation. You talk. You allow in whatever you want. Now it's time to go home. When you walk out of that location, state clearly and firmly, 
thank the ghost number one and welcome them on your way in by the way say state who you are hi i am patty i am here to talk to you i want to communicate i want your story i'm not going to hurt you when you walk into groups of people you introduce yourself right same with spirits so now it's time to leave you want to leave say goodbye thank them Make sure that you, I actually like something physical. I'm wiping off my hands. You are staying here. I thank you for this experience. Nothing is getting into my car with me. Nothing is getting into this van with me. Nothing is staying with my body. Again, that might be a perfect time to Palo Santo or if you're big into sage, sage. But again, it's really harsh. Um, do your prayer, do your chant, just I am done. It's like in witchcraft, we literally lay our broom across this world, that world. Like I've done my examples before. Over here's where the magical world where angels and ghosts and things. Here's a mundane world where we have to do the speed limit and we drive. Cross it back over, shut it down. It'll make the magical experience that much more magical. And then when you get back in, you're not going to have a ghost in your back seat. You're not going to go home because it's not as fun and romantic as it sounds going, well, I don't know if something carries me home. No, it's not just fun. You get to face the scary thing in your room. It, it causes weird illness and anger and, and it's not as romantic as it sounds. So leave it all there. And then the next time you'll be that much more prepared. So a little paranormal protection for Dave Schrader. And now we're just going across the country to the other side to bring you a man who needs no introduction, but I'm going to introduce you to him anyway. Star of radio, star of television, paranormal investigator, author, all around great guy, Dave Schrader, the one and only. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dave. I have wanted you on my show for so long. I, I am pleased to be here. Thank you so much. I know I've had you on my podcast. Yes, past, yes. So, and I had you, I think I had you on Coast to Coast AM and I had yes. you on, on Darkness Radio. So it's good to be able to join you and spend a little time here. In my but little did, hour. You did leave out my biggest accolade. And that is the fact that, okay, I've been on TV. I've been on, on Paranormal Radio for 17 years. I'm an author. But I've been voted 16 years in a row the number one paranormal investigator in my house. I heard that was a fixed thing, though. You know? What? You know, I heard that you. was a little bit fixed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, you are the – you've been around for – you are the – I mean, if I knew anybody in the beginning, it was you, yeah, you and Johnny, Johnny's office, Johnny's office, and you, and and. Which is funny because John, when we're ever together, he's always telling me I'm his illegitimate son. So well, maybe see, there's there something to that, right? Maybe there's something to it. <laughs> see, you are. I was going to say you never see you together, but you do. So it's not. My bad. middle name is Warren, so I don't know. There you go. See, well, we can yeah. start a whole thing now. Let's, oh, start a let's do thing. it. Let's start it. Yeah, because people like <laughs> like rumors. They like rumors. That's ah! right. Um, so anyway, so um, for my people, my people, I've got paranormal people, and then I've got witchy people and my spiritual mm. people. So I'm sure everybody still knows who you are. But how did you even end up getting into this wacky paranormal field? Uh, the paranormal has just always been around me my whole life. Um, and it's never been anything that was taboo. My family, my mom and my aunt, who were like the two strongest influences in my life, were very much into it. They read all the books, loved all the movies and TV shows, you know, and I grew up, listen, 
people always say, oh, kids are too young for this, blah, blah. I grew up on Scooby-Doo, Goober and the Ghost Chasers, Ghostbusters cartoon, the original one, uh, you know, and and I Dream of Jeannie, Bewitched. That was my first crush was Samantha from Bewitched. So I've just, I've grown up with this love of the magic and and what what else exists outside of our normal realm of consciousness. And I think that as I've gotten older, I've found that being in those moments more and being aware is where the magic lives. And I'm not a witch. I'm not a, I don't know. Is it warlock? I've heard different, differing things that you're not, that's a made up name for TV or something. But um, I, I firmly believe in magic and I've actually been, I did a talk at the Michigan Paracon this last year on kind of uh, setting intention, manifestation and magic um, in your life and how you can use these different things. And, and I had, which was really nice. I had a bunch of practitioners and people that are part of the craft come up to me and they're like, Oh, you've been studying. I'm like, no, this is just stuff I've gleaned through the years. But if I throw it with a witchy or a magic subtext, people love it. And they were like, man, you're right on You're You're right where we are thinking on these things. So it's, it's really cool to realize how close we all are it in our, is, in our ideas. Yeah, it is the same. Cause I probably, um, um, I come from a very atheist grandfather academic whatever and then i'm this whole witchy thing but it's the same it's just the names have been changed to protect it and he would you know there's twenty thousand books written mind body spirit and everything mind body spirit psychology books self-help books spirituality books religious books you never surpass your head but we understand your thought pattern you have to get off the couch take action and spirit well guess what that's what witchcraft is witchcraft is creation working dispatch so whether it's you have to believe it you're creating your spell the working of it so you're using mugwort versus a vision board versus going to church and pray it's the energy behind it all and that's what i've always seen um i love the fact that bruce lee i just talked about this on an episode of my show the paranormal 60 recently it was an interesting quote bruce lee was talking about how we talk to ourselves and you cannot say negative things about yourself you can't do this and everybody's like oh yeah yeah tree huggery stuff but he goes you can't because your body doesn't know the difference it doesn't even know when you're joking so if i just keep joking about being a fat bald guy that's what my body says oh we are that guy and it creates that paradigm um so you need to start to shift it and he said he said words are powerful that's why it's called spelling right ah. and i thought wow that's really interesting you are creating a spell music creates spells that's why it's so powerful to us why we can be back in time you know and i could hear songs that throw me back into the back seat of my parents car as we're driving cross country to visit my grandparents in florida and i you know i can hear the the sound of the road i can smell my dad's pipe or cigar smoke i can because that music transports me and you realize there is magic around us every yeah. day every day and yes music is used that's why you sing in church you sing in temple you do in craft we do it it's chants it's rhymes it's 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 and again in science they're just going to say it's waves of sound and energy it's, again it's all right. come it's energy waves same thing with bells i'm sitting here with like ringing bells i just finished saying and you have church bells you have temple bells you have magical bells. it's sound it's music it's everything i do want to go back for one second though to sure. the warlock question <laughs> just yes please. the warlock um for what what's why it's a weird weird right now is that for a long time especially when the whole wicca thing came up in the 70s and 80s and the new discovery of the old religion, which is a new religion of Wicca, they decided that everybody was a witch. Boys were witches, girls were witches, and Warlock was a bad name. Warlock was 
the traitor, and they gave it all this weird names. I don't think that's exactly true. I think the Christian church thought that. So now there's a few, now 30, 40 years later, people trying to reclaim it, just like queer, people reclaiming the word queer. So there's Christian Day and uh, where Bassam tour between Salem and New Orleans, my friend Michael Cattell, there's a few people really trying to reclaim Warlock as a positive word, but still a lot of people think it's bad. But that's why now it's in that confusing part that people don't know. Oh, then let's just go Harry Potter and say wizard. So that's right. But. <laughs> you know, it's great. I, I was on the show, the Holzer files, which was yes. a paranormal themed show yeah. based on the work of Dr. Hans Holzer. And what a lot of people don't realize is the fact that aside from being one of the most preeminent paranormal investigators, he was a practicing warlock. He <sighs> went to, yeah, he went to meetings and covens. He's written books on witchcraft. And uh, when we were going through the uh, files, there were pictures of him doing, say, not seances, but ceremonies with with large covens and groups and such. So it was really compelling to me to see these things and realize why do we have to pigeonhole ourselves as one thing or another, right? Um, the yeah, people have bad connotations towards things. I was just watching a documentary today, a true crime documentary. Uh, I love you now die, which was about that girl a few years ago, who was texting with her boyfriend and convinced him to kill himself. And they they brought up witches during this documentary and I thought it was really compelling. And, and they were saying women have been vilified for years. And especially if women are powerful or in a place of power, witches were actually helping people. They were the ones you went to for medical issues, yeah. for they would sneak around to go see these women because they were the ones that made them better, right? So they're holistic practitioners is what we would call them today, right? But, exactly. but they, they got the stigma of witchcraft because we always want to have a bad guy. We always want to have somebody doing something that we can point our finger at and say, aha, see? And it was interesting to me that they brought that up during this trial and in a case, and I, I thought it was brilliant because it was in a case you thought you knew, and then they flip the script and they show you the other side of this, uh, of how she took the heat for so much of what she's doing. And I'm not taking one side or the other on this case because it's tragic on both sides, but it was really interesting that they used witchcraft and the trials in a brief moment to describe how people perceive things. And they want to put women into these vilified positions and give them more power than they might actually have just to make them the scapegoat. And I was really blown away by that re realization and rationalization. Yeah, that's fascinating. And so many, again, most of those people at the witch trials weren't even witches. They were like used as healers. And those people who were witches didn't necessarily use the word witch, but right. I do magic It's of the land. Um, that I, and, and some of us, it's born. I was a little kid, and I talked about this. I would be in my suburban Los Angeles yard picking rosemary off the bushes, picking my mom's mint and stuffing it in her purse, just knowing it would give her more money because she needed money. She didn't realize Wait it a at minute. the time. What did you yeah, put rosemary, in her? Rosemary, mint. Rosemary and mint in yeah. my purse, and that will attract more purse. money. Yeah, and, and at the time, she's like, what are you doing? It's like, no, it's money. It's money. This will bring you right. money. And then years later, I start setting herbs and oil, apothecary. It's like, oh, yeah, I just knew it all the time. And I think it's not even that it's witch blood, though. I think it's witch blood. I think we just used to know we used to be so connected to the earth. Early man, that's why we know so much about moon cycles and everything in the the magical world or the occult world is based on seasons. 
it's because that's what we did it by. So I think I what I like about this resurgent coming back into this world is that it makes us more planet aware again. We have to be more planet aware to save this dang thing. Right. So if if you want to call yourself a witch, great. If you want to call yourself a shaman, great. You want to call yourself a fairy seer, great. But let's pull our, our focus back here and, and save this little mother. <laughs> you know what I really think is the, the fact that, okay, it is great. Everybody... We, we want to compartmentalize everything. And I've, I've listened to people, you know, they'll rail on things like Ouija boards and I talk to them and, and I'm like, so why are Ouija boards bad? Well, because of this and they're a portal. And I'm like, and how is it different than breaking out an audio recorder and communicating? How is it any different than this? It's in the intention and it's in the way that you do these things. And then people that'll tell me today in 2022, oh, you don't want to. Petty's a witch. You don't want to mess with that. That's that's demonic. And I'm like, what makes it demonic? Well, they're into like incantations and and this magic. And I go, um, weren't you telling me about meditation? And they're like, yeah, that's. And I go, do you realize that meditation is a form of magic? It's 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 incantation. It's bringing words in. It's setting intention. That's what witchcraft is, right? The the craft is in setting the intention to make things happen a certain way. Yeah. And I've been talking, I, I did on my radio show a while back, um, this little intention experiment. I said, I wanted people to do this for themselves. And you know, whether you want to just call it holistic or you want to call it mind body, or you want to call it witchcraft, I told people just take some deep breaths and listen to my voice. And I want you to just close your eyes and put yourself in a place. And I want you to revisit a moment in your life where you were hurt, where you were alone, where things seemed the worst and there was nobody there. And I want you to imagine that moment and I want you to feel that feeling. Now I want you to walk up to you at that age and I want you to embrace yourself and I want you to just keep saying, it's okay. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this because I believe whether again, you want to call it witchcraft or internal time travel, I think we can fix these things. And when people do this, and I had such great response at this convention in Michigan, people are still writing to me going, I've been using this, these, the stuff that you taught in that class is so crazy powerful and it's helped out. Why aren't more people doing this? And I say, because they, they want to stigmatize it. They don't, people are turned off by holistic. People are turned off by witchcraft. People are turned off by the new age. So you've got to try to find a way to just package what Norman Vincent Peale and you know <laughs> all of these guys have done in the past, which is this isn't just self-help. This is this is evoking magic into your lives. And and people have told me, my God, that 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 thing that I, I felt crippled by my whole life is now gone. I, I've given myself love. And I said, now when you think about it, when you think about this, and this is kind of the mind blower for me, when you were sitting there cuddled up on the floor with your knees to your chest and you're rocking and crying. Do you remember that voice that kept saying, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. That was you right now sending those messages back. Yeah. And they were like, oh my God. And and so I love that there, there are ways to re-examine this. And that's why I think paranormal investigating is getting more exciting for me again, because I realize it's not one thing and it's not one way of communicating with the soul or the body or the, the spirit. I think, I think we're talking to the future and the past and the present and alternate versions of ourselves. And we are having 
a full multiverse experience. It's been going on long before the Spider-Man movie, right? So yeah. <laughs> we've just got to embrace this. And and I think people are going to start to see this magic in their life. Don't stop putting it underneath an umbrella that you feel people are going to stigmatize, call it whatever you want. But if we yeah. could all come together and start working together for positive, we've seen it work. We did witchcraft on Darkness Radio when Colorado was burning 10 years ago people, Dave, can we do an intention experiment? And I told people, focus, focus, look at, take out, look at an image of Colorado. And I want you to just picture the clouds rolling in and the rain. And I, I walked them through this, but I didn't realize the power of this. And it hit like a, a tsunami. They were washing out roads. Towns were flooding over. You're like, wow, sometimes we got to reel back the power, right? You don't realize yeah, what you're but you can't get away from it. And someday science is going to prove it all. It's the same. That's where quantum sciences are coming together with spiritual science. And I think you're right. And you're a witch. My God, that thing you just explained about going to the kid, that's when I'm working with people, even my one-on-ones, I'll see an area of their body and I'll see exactly when they put a block there. They were six or they were two or there. And I go back and I, I tell them to get in a big old bathtub with salt and sugar and milk and, and not, let the little kid talk, not you remembering it. Grown up remembering it's a whole different story. It's going to be colored by all your experiences. Right. So you're 100% exactly how I do things. I mean, and again, just given by spirit, that's what works. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you, paranormal investigation. Number one, I think it's getting bigger and bigger because I do believe the veil is thinning. As we move into that age of Aquarius they sang about in the 60s, it's different astrological. It's not our parents, black and white, right and wrong, solid ground. It's not that. The world's like this. And I think why what's great about paranormal is exactly what you said. It's past, it's present, it's future. And more than anything for people, because the world is scary. We know that. The world is crazy scary. Pandemics and is war is this. And people going, ah, this is scary. I need to know there's more. Some people go to religion, they always have, like the spiritualists, and, and but some people, their religion's not holding up. So they're going new age, or they're becoming, discovering witchcraft or paganism or Buddhism. But some people don't even want that, but they want to know there's something more. So let's go go talk to ghosts. They want to know there's more than what they say on this right. TV screen. So, so even if that's it, and you don't have to get religion or spirituality into it, but you're going to go in the back door and get there. Right, we... You know, I I try to put myself in the position and others when I think about it is the fact that you're right. We're in a scary world right now. But when has it not been? I grew up (laughs) in the 80s and we were afraid of nuclear war in Armageddon. It was the same thing. The Russians were threatening. Right. And uh, we had these scary times. And then we had a pandemic in the 80s called AIDS and (laughs) the world froze. And we had we had, you know pestilence, war, famine. We've had, um, you know, economies collapse. This is nothing new, sweethearts. This is nothing new. So this is the birthing process of life and earth. And we are constantly shaking the fleas off. And what you have to realize is being comfortable is not where you're going to find a breakthrough. It's not where you're going to find success. It's in getting past that comfort zone. It's getting past those moments uh, I'm terrified of public speaking, terrified really? of public speaking. I have been since I was a very little kid. Um, when I started into the paranormal realm, Jason and Grant from Ghost Hunters, I went to um, 
UNIFCON with them in Penn State back in 2006 and in 2007. And they're like, Dave, we don't have a moderator. Get up there and you're going to moderate. And I'm like, I'm not going to moderate. I, there's like 500 people in the audience. My stomach's in knots. They're like, you're going to go do this. And they pushed me and I got up on stage. I remember walking up on stage. I remember walking off stage. I have no clue who was in control of the ship for that hour that we did the the deal. And people were applauding and thanking me. And that was the best moderation and da, da, da. And I started to be acutely aware of, okay, I'm not going to collapse. I'm not going to fall apart. And I allowed something to work through me, my higher self or my guides or whatever. And it worked. And I gave in to that instead of resisting and fighting. That's where fear lives. That's when it, that's when it beats you. It's going up and doing something that terrifies you because once you break through that, there's no better feeling in the world. Now I live to entertain people. And I go do these live events everywhere. You know, one of my goals as a kid was I want to try stand-up comedy. As an adult, I've never gone to a stand-up comedy club, but I don't need to. I've gone up and done an hour-long talk, and I've had people laughing hysterically yep. like a comedy show for an hour. And and that's fine. And that, to me, is my hit. And I've got friends that are professional comedians who have come to my deals, and they're like, dude, you don't need to go on stage anywhere else. You have your niche. This is your market for, for comedy. Just do what you do. And <laughs> Jeff Belanger and I have have worked hand in hand together for years. He was the first one to challenge me when I'd say, we're gonna do these events with these big celebrities. And he goes, they're coming for the big celebrities, but they're gonna walk away talking about Dave and Jeff. Think about it that way. And that's what we did. And we just put that intention out there and we went out and we killed it. Every time we went out on stage, we shot it. We did our very best and we won people over. And we, you know, it doesn't mean we're bigger than ghost adventures, bigger than ghost hunters, big, but suddenly two little guys nobody knew about are now hired to events around yeah. the world. It's so, your energy, it's your magic. Right. And again, we were just a week ago in Wisconsin together. Right. If that place wouldn't have had you, it would it's like, and now it's so and so. And it's like the voice of God. No, it's that station. Yeah, the voice of God right here. I think the word you're you, looking for is Claude. Claude, the voice of Claude. <laughs> no, and and um so that it, ah, it is um well, I was just gonna found, go to yeah, going, bringing energy to these events. That's what I tell people. We're always so somber on TV when we do a ghost hunt, right? And and I say, Jeff and I try to have fun when we're there. And, and we try to think outside the box. And we try to ask questions that everybody else is not asking. And we try to encourage the spirits to relate in a different way. We try to be funny to entertain and get the, we've caught EVP of spirits laughing or making comments about the things we're saying. Sometimes they're like, who are these idiots? Sometimes they're laughter. Sometimes it's, you know, they're intrigued by what they're hearing as well. So we just want to infuse that area. What it's all, we talk about whether you, again, you want to call it vibration, intention, whatever. If you bring up the energy, if you bring it up, instead of everybody just sitting around moping around in a dark room, things happen a hundred percent and that and youth i've been working with a bunch of like youtubers lately like influencers and that and and they're they're okay to be funny because they're goofy kids being funny and scary and they again that youthful energy is great mm -hmm. but you're right about fear all the good stuff is outside the fear fear can freeze you in our tracks and make you not do what you want to do and not get make that phone call and not go or 
fears a million dollar industry that we're both in. You know, people do pay money to watch Holzer File, to watch Ghost Adventures, to see the latest horror movie. They ride roller coasters and jump out of plane, but then they're afraid to call grandma. It's like, oh no, I don't want to make that phone call. Flip it, flip that same perception. Like, oh, I'm gonna call, I don't want to call grandma, I'm gonna do it. Just like you're jumping out of the plane. It's, because it, all the good stuff is there. And, and even that's how I prove my witchcraft. It's like, what am I so not good at? What am I I'll never do? I'm going to do it from being on Wipeout and beating 100,000 people to I can't cook. They won't let me in the kitchen to cooking for Gordon Ramsay. I use my witchcraft to just show the power of humans. And was he cool I'm with the was he cool with the cauldron and the eye of Newt and wing of bat? when He's you were scared for- to death. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay is a fr- I totally played the witch card, the medium card. And Gordon Ramsay is, is scared to death of ghosts little sweat bead dropping down because the master awesome. chef kitchen is really in this like old thing and it has a history to it is there ghosts here like yeah it's a, it was he's cute everybody got to bring like you know you go through months of audition they, right. they got to bring one tool and some people brought like their favorite spoon or some herbs they got in provence i brought my magic wand my witch's knife i think a k2 meter <laughs> i i was all wrong it was perfect it was great awesome so. Well, here, you know, you brought up a cool point, and I'll let me teach your your group a uh, um, piece of witchcraft and magic, right? Um, it, like you said, it's in the way that you look at things. If you change one word in your vocabulary, and it's the only word you change, you'll notice that all of the rest of the world around you begins to change. And if that's not magic, I don't know what is. How many times do we have this feeling? <sighs> I got to take my daughters to work today. Oh, I got to pick my daughter up from work today. Oh, I got to mow the lawn. Oh, I got to, I got to, I got to. That's such a burden. It's such a weight, Mm -hmm. right? If you just take I got and turn it to I get, it changes complete perception, right? I get to pick up my daughter. That means I get 15 minutes of me and my daughter time. It's I get to go babysit my grandchildren and I get to spend that time with them, not a burden to me. I get to go see these people and speak to them. I'm terrified to get up in front of the crowd still. I I don't have to, I get to. And by changing got to get, that is a magical spell everybody can do. Everybody wants to find what is the it and boat and bobo and baten, right? Magic incantation. And you can just start with get rid of I got and get into I get. I get to. That is- Brilliant. I'm using that. I'm giving you full credit, but that's so no, true. I think it's I perception. stole it from somebody much smarter that's than okay. me, but yeah. <laughs> Let's no, not say you're... stole it. I I have taken it and shared it, which is shared what the whole problem is about. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I, so I know you have, I, I love, congratulations on your new show, Paranormal 60. I just last, Thank you. last night with your, your partner from the Holzer Files with Cindy Kaza, right. who yep. is my personal favorite medium. Yeah, she's I, great. I, she's, she's the, I was going to say the balls on that girl, but I, I was oh, just. Oh, she's got them, trust me. Oh, I know. I yeah. Like, I, in Michigan last year, I remember um, I was doing a, a mediumship gallery, and it was the big theater, the, the big place and all this stuff. And they forgot the microphone person. And so she grabbed it up and she's like, I'll run the mic for you. And I'm like, oh, that's like one of my, your my idols like slipping my luggage. Cause that's right. a big place to run back and forth. So I'm going, well, thank you. And I'm going to do it for you tomorrow. So I got to see her mediumship gallery. She's just like kicks ass. She's yeah. like, 
Wow. No. She's remarkable. She stands up for us. So, so anyway, but congratulations on the new show. Thank you. It's really great. Uh, the guests you have, you just fly through it. Well, um, I... I, you know, I've been in this field now for 17 years. I launched uh, the Darkness Radio back on January 1st, 2006 with my old co-partner, Tim. And I just got to the point where at my age, you know, we were batting heads on occasion. And, you know, I figured, why why put us both into a place of stress? You know, um, yeah. let's just, I'll step away and I'll start up something different and I'll find a new way to do what I do. And I really love doing the Paranormal 60. It's every Monday and Friday. A Monday, I, uh, you know, will have two guests on usually and, and maybe even a third guest that comes on and does movie reviews or book reviews or something. But I try to have a couple of different guests. I'm trying to appeal to that ADHD audience that we've created out there, right, <laughs> that, that want quick 15 to 20-minute segments. So I'm trying to do that and, and have fun with it. And then Fridays, I've got three of my dearest friends that come together and we do news. We talk about the fun news and they're from, you know, ex-military, law enforcement, IT tech and such. And we we break down the stories. We laugh at some of them. We have a good time. But it's it's about this brotherhood of friends doing something. So people really seem to be embracing and enjoying that. So we do a live show on YouTube every Monday and Friday at 9 central which is what, uh, 8 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. out on the East Coast. And um, it's usually, it's the show's Paranormal 60. We're trying to put it in the 60-minute category. Sometimes it goes to 67 or 70, but we're right in that wheelhouse of uh, trying to entertain you. Um, and we just have a great time. That's on our YouTube channel. And if people don't want to have to just be tied to YouTube, they can check it out. All of our audio podcast versions are out there just about anywhere you listen to audio podcasts, everything from iTunes to uh, Amazon music and audible and Google, you know, podcasts and everything. So it's been, it's been fun to reinvent what I've done for myself and re-engage with my audience and with the, the amazing speakers. And I, I can't wait to have you back on and, and talk Thank soon. You. I, yeah. I'd be honest with you. I can't wait. And it is good. I mean, I love the old show too, but this is good. I feel it. it's got the, bu it's got a buzz. It's got a, a movement to it. And it's so funny because you were saying about that, like try to keep the 60 minutes. I've, I'm old. I'm, I'm, I remember we used to say, oh, it's the MTV generation. It's not the MTV generation. It's the TikTok generation. We've got to right. keep people for more than, you know, two minutes. It's a whole yeah. world. So yeah, got to keep moving. Yeah, so I feel maybe every two minutes we should hit each other with a pie and then do something different. <laughs> two minutes exactly. Then, yeah, start doing a TikTok dance or something. I don't know. It's yeah. a new world, but you know what? It keeps you on your on your toes and keeps us fresh and and awake and alive. And I found uh, a light back in me that I thought was going out. So I'm glad to be back with the Paranormal 60 and going out and I'm seeing the world again with people. I've got an event coming up. We're going to be doing Ireland. I'm going out to Ireland in June and October. October sold out. We've got, I think, like four or five spots left to go to Ireland with me this June. Um, so if people are interested, uh, they can find out more at darknessevents.com. Uh, Shane and I from the Holzer Files are working together with Sarah Lemos from uh, Ghosts to Morgan City, Portals to Hell, and a couple of the other shows. She's going to be with us. And then Bill Chapel, the guy that creates all the great uh -huh. equipment. On, on all the different paranormal shows, we're going to do a weekend in Minnesota here at the Palmer House Hotel where we're going to do, um, Sarah's going to do two hours on how to develop your psychic abilities and mediumistic abilities to try to communicate while we're there. Bill Chappell has created a new tool 
that everybody gets to take home with them that will allow you to work more in your headspace and psychic space as opposed to carrying some device around. It's a device you're going to wear. And Shane and I are going to do a two hour uh, program on ghost hunting. And then that night we get to three hour ghost hunt and experiments with all the things that we've learned that day. So again, those are available up at uh, darknessevents.com. And I just found out I'm going to be doing a great event at old Joliet prison with Chris Fleming and Sam Beltrusis from the curse of Lizzie Borden special that we did together. We're going to be out at old Joliet state prison in Illinois where they film blues brothers and prison break and so many other shows. And we're going to get to investigate it. Um, and that's in July. So a lot of great stuff coming up. So if you want to get out and you want to stop just sitting by passively watching and listening, and you want to inject yourself in this, in a safe environment with people that are there that care and will help you, Check out my events, darknessevents.com, and come on out and see us. Come on out. All my favorite people, you guys, Chris and, and Sam, you, that is good. So, yeah, you are out there. I Again, I don't think it's events if you're not there. Also, you're doing, I know you have a new show that you can't talk about yet, but also right. I've seen you on the um, Shock Docs. You're yes. doing the, the Shock Docs and stuff now. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so we, did the did that... curse, we did the Curse of Lizzie Borden, and that was really nice because Chris Fleming and I have been friends for 17 years. And we've been like, we did, um, both ghost adventures, live Halloween specials, mm-hmm. but we never got to work on camera together. And then we did, two I was episodes. There. Never. Yep. <laughs> we did, uh, two episodes of the TV show, paranormal challenge together. He was one of my guest judges, but we never got to investigate together. And then, um, when they had attached me to this project and they're like, we'd like to work with a medium. Do you know any good mediums? I go, I might know a few. And I'm like, how about Chris Fleming? I've never had a chance to work with him on TV. We're like brothers. This should be great. And we also challenge each other. And he's not just a medium that's into mediumship. He loves the technology. And we had a remarkable time. And Sam Baltrusis, who is a relation to Lizzie Borden, he was on hand and Leanne was there and she does, uh, or I'm sorry, Luann was there and she, uh, Luann Jolly, she is an EVP specialist and she got some crazy electronic voice phenomena. So we went back in there and had a chance and all of us had had experiences there before and some that were very disturbing. And so we went in to face those fears see what would happen. And it's one of my favorite experiences ever filming. So that's on discovery plus and travel channel. And then we did demon in the white house, which was kind of more a historical look at some of the supernatural events that took place in the white house and, and former first ladies and presidents that were involved in seances and spirit communication. And all the way up till current day, there are people and employees that talk about the ghosts there, just like, Oh, look, the, the flowers are blooming in the garden. Oh, yeah, the ghost was walking in the hall. They're very commonplace there. So it's pretty cool that we were able to tap into that. Well, I believe big in life, big in death. And anybody's hanging out at the White House, you're going to have big ghosts versus the cubicle little ghost at the bank. Yeah. <laughs> so that is awesome. Yeah. Because um, I, I, I did one part of a film, and it was, um, I just blanked out on his name. The guy who got shot, the big hat. Oh my God. Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, yeah. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> the guy with the big head is that shot. Oh, I you're just funny. Think, eh, I've got Mary Lincoln. What's the dad? Yeah, Mary the Todd, dad? yeah. Yeah. They, there was a whole movie, a, a girl, this little 
you know, prodigy out of like USC film school or something. Some big guy gave her all this money and about the seances that they had there and everything. So that's fascinating hey, to me. Can you tell her to give that guy my phone number? If he's giving out money, I'd be happy to take it. He some. was giving out money. I'll go start cramming some rosemary and mint into my pockets <laughs> exactly. right now. Exactly. <laughs> I'm really good with money spells. <laughs> all right. Well, start, start spinning them my way because mm. I get to make money. I'm willing to. Yes, it's good. You would get to. You get right. to. I, I'm I'm going to use that from here on in. So anyway, this was the best. It just flew by. So anyway, so go to darkness events, and you can see yep. all these things that you are going. Social media, you're everywhere, right? Yeah. Just look up yep. Dave Schrader on social media. Listen to, uh, to Paranormal Sixty, and uh, again, you are like the best. You are the best. I've always thought Thanks. that you're best in radio, you're best on the TV. And I want to say, which I totally forgot when we were, thank you for getting me my very first ghost adventure. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. You introduced me last week and you're like, right. and your first show. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I saw Charlie Chaplin at the Hollywood. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. And yeah. And yeah. That's nothing. what's been cool doing what I've done for 17 years is I, I get to look back and this is important for people to know too, right? When you sit back and you feel like a failure today, you feel like things aren't going your way, depression's winning. So, sometimes you have to step back and look at the bigger picture and look at the people in the world that you've influenced with the things you've done and said by saying, well, you know, we should talk to Patty Negri when I was working on Ghost Adventures behind the scenes as their person. Boom. You know, I made the call when Paranormal State was filming and they said, Dave, we need a really good medium. We need them tomorrow. I said, you know, I just worked with this guy, Chip Coffee, and he got the job and that blew him up. And I, you know, all these great opportunities for yeah. people. And I just, I feel so good. It's not like I'm patting myself, but it's just like, I'm glad that I've been a hub, a spoke that could help a wheel for so many different people move. So yeah. if I can, if I can mention, cause I posted this today, you know, you, you mentioned that we're in a dark, scary time and that happens. It's a cyclical jungle, right? It's a dark, mm -hmm. scary time, but I just want your listeners and followers and viewers to know they're not alone. Right. I, you know, I was 16 years old. I had the gun in my mouth. I pulled the trigger and it wouldn't fire and something stepped in the way and I found my reason. And, and I sit back and I think today at, at 54, you know, almost, uh, 40 years later, you know, 38 years later, if that gun would have gone off, all of the things I wouldn't have been here for all of the kids that I've got and the grandchildren I've got and the, who would have introduced Patty Negri to the ghost adventures crew who would have in, introduced chip coffee, who would have introduced all these great people yeah. at my events that have gotten married and found their best friends and their soulmates and have had children. So it's like, we all have a part to play. And sometimes it's hard to see that part today, but yeah. If you're feeling alone and afraid, I just want your viewers to know you're not. Go take those moments to yourself where you deep breathe and focus on putting yourself back into those moments when you hurt the most and give yourself that love. You can do that. You can self-heal and administer that. And if you still feel overwhelmed, there are two phone numbers I want to share. Please. The, the Trevor helpline, which is 866-4-U-TREVOR or 866 488 seven, three, eight, six. And that's support designed for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender youth and young adults. There's also the national suicide prevention lifeline, which is 1-800-273-TALK. 
That's 1-800-273-8255. And if you are a veteran, press number one, and they will get to you much quicker. There's a Samaritan statewide hotline you can call or text, which is one 877 870 That's one 870 hope So if you're struggling tonight, just know you're not alone. Not alone. And I hope... I hope everybody out there can find the magic in their lives and find that spark to reignite themselves and realize that you can't let the fear beat you. You got to push past it. And that's when you're going to find the dynamics of living. And that's where magic lives. So thank you for sharing your magic with the world, Patty. And thank you for allowing me on to share mine. Thank you for your inspiration. I'm just giddy as a schoolgirl. So you got, isn't he great? Check it out. David Darkness. <laughs> thank you very much. So Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for visiting the witching hour.